Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tash Mafuni, coming to you live each week from Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. As usual, we want to start our show with a letter from a listener. This week, we have an anonymous letter, which um, a- appears to have been written from right here in Pandaria. And they write, Dear Tash Mafuni, what's the process Half Hill Agricultural College uses to verify test scores aren't being doctored? I'm looking to attend college after seeing your role model, but I don't know which university I trust anymore. Well, um, whoever you are, I turn this question over to my faculty advisor, Professor Talib. So let's say what she has to say about it. Let's see. Dear listener, I assure you that the faculty and administration at Half Hill Agricultural College do not and will not ever doctor test scores in any way or for any purpose. We're proud of our students and their achievements and insist that they are well prepared for the professions they achieve. Many of them will be working with live creatures and all of them will be responsible for the food supply of fellow Pandarans. So they need to be the best and the brightest. And as long as we have generous donors like Tash Mafuni's father, There is no need for us to be unethical in any way. Okay, that's a little awkward. Thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. Both the Horde and the Alliance were shocked recently by the daring rescue and return to the Alliance of Crown Prince Derek Proudmoore, who had recently been raised to a Forsaken by War Chief Sylvanas Windrunner, as a possible weapon against the Alliance. This action was masterminded by none other than Horde Torin Chieftain Bane Bloodhoof, who, it is reported, was motivated by his distaste for War Chief Windrunner's recent actions. Horde insiders have reported that, during a dramatic confrontation between the War Chief and Bloodhoof at Warsong Hold, Bloodhoof was placed under arrest for treason, and his alleged co-conspirator Thomas Zeling was struck down. With the apparent self-imposed exile of Varrock Sourfang and Chieftain Bloodhoof's arrest, War Chief Windrunner has now lost two key members of her inner circle, and there is rampant speculation as to the stability of her rule over the Horde. Within the Alliance, while Lord Admiral Proudmoore was initially skeptical as to her brother's mental fitness, she has since welcomed him home and is actively seeking mental assistance for him. The Half-Hill Report will continue to follow this story and provide additional facts as they become available. And speaking of dramatic stories, well, you need look no further than the fine vendors of Half-Hill Market for amazing selections and dramatically low prices on all your food and farming essentials. Open every day all year round, Half-Hill Market, a world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time now for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular war report from our goblin in the field, 
Take it away, Rizak. Rizak here with the best war report ever. You remember last time, college, I got connected with a goblin in Zuldazar named Alexei Kruzpat. He was making these potions to grow up little diabeast into big diabeast in seconds. But, uh, you know, he just had no idea how to monetize this product. So I partnered up with him, and this is the best deal I have ever been a part of. I got my ogres out collecting the materials to make the potions. Can you believe he was paying adventurers to provide the stuff? Anyway, I've been using my connections to sell these potions all over the world. There is such a market for them. They sell themselves once you show them how a baby mouse gets bigger than a cat, quicker than you can snap your fingers. <laughs> you know, we sold some to the Volpera out in Voltoon. They need to grow their alpacas up sooner because uh, there aren't very many of them and they need more. I got a suspicion that some of the Volpera would like to grow themselves up a bit larger too, but uh, that ain't none of my concern. We sold them to Quilbor in Briarback Crawl to increase the size of their pigs. The night elf who raises Wintersaber cubs bought a ton of them. Sold a shipload in Frogmarsh to grow up some of these, uh, what do you call it, frog mounts more quickly. I hear those are selling pretty well. Well, almost as good as our potions. <laughs> Horse breeders in Grizzly Hills ordered so many, our ship almost sank. Apparently... Everyone in the Alliance wants a horse mount. Go figure. We sold them at Crossroads in Gadget's Inn, and even a few to the wolf breeder near Farwatch Post. And get this, college. We even sold a bunch to farmers right there in the Valley of the Four Winds. Yeah, every farmer who raises pigs or sheep or chickens wants them to grow up faster and bigger. You're gonna see some changes in the Valley. Mark my words. I tell you, college, this is the biggest thing to hit Azeroth since Sargeras's sword. <laughs> I'm getting rich so fast I can't believe it. Next time you see me, I'm going to be wearing armor made out of gold. Pure troll gold from Zandala. Didn't I tell you? Best war report ever. Thanks, Rizak, for yet another informative war report. Ah, I just know this isn't going to end well. The Rizak Report is brought to you by the Keen Bean Kaffa Company, a Grummel-owned and operated Kaffa trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good Kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar? Well, the fashion runways of the Trial of Style are going dark after today, so we hope you had the chance to enjoy this fun annual event. Half-Hill College's own Professor Talit participated once again this year and did Pandaria proud, abandoning her usual conservative professorial attire and winning several competitions. In just a couple of weeks, the annual March of the Tadpoles will begin in the Borean Tundra. So make your plans to join with Murloc King Murgle Murgle and help the baby Winterfin Murlocs complete their dangerous trip across the West Rift. And with spring in the air, the great feast of Noble Garden can't be far away. And now, our weekly feature, The Inside Story, with everyone's favorite Draenei food and lodging critic, Velmic. So, Velmic, 
Last week, you promised us a review of the inn at Booty Bay. Hey there, Tosh. Yes, yes, I, I think it's time for me to tell true story of what happened to Demesis and I in Booty Bay last week. Wait, um, true story? You mean something happened before you went to Ratchet? Well, yes, and it's a very interesting story. But first, let me give you a review of Salty Sailor Tavern. Uh, okay, good. So, Innkeeper Skindle keeps large and convenient inn in center of Booty Bay, close to all services, including easy access to Kalimdor Airlines on fourth floor. It is clean, large, four floors, with nice private rooms on third floor, and balcony that looks like prow of ship that overlooks bay. And you know, it wasn't until after we go outside that Demesis and I realize most of inn is actually a ship. A, an actual ship? A, is it on the water? No, it is actually up high with very nice view of bay. Little unclear on how or why ship is up there, but after many samples of large selection of drinks from bartender Nixrax Philomug, you don't think about it much. Food is limited, so Demesis and I just have dessert. I had soft banana bread, which honestly was too soft and too banana. And Demesis have cherry pie, which was mostly crust and very little cherry. Well, it sounds like the food was pretty bad. It's not so great, but <laughs> drinks were so good, it kind of made up for it. It kind of sounds like you and Demesis had quite a bit to drink. I am getting to that. Let me tell you about the rest of Booty Bay, or at least as much as I can remember. Um, what? Uh, nothing, nothing. We wander around Booty Bay a bit and even meet mayor of town, Baron Rezelgaz, who is also local head of Steamweedle Cartel. You know, there are a lot more pirates there than I thought there were going to be. Anyway. Many interesting things to see in Booty Bay, but Demesis tell me that she was surprised about how it was so disorganized, so haphazard, and so dangerous. You know, she asked me when we're there, are there no zoning laws here? Even on Argus, she tell me they always set up camp in straight lines. She says she was very uncomfortable and felt trapped, kind of like cow bossy who we see up in the room on fourth floor above leatherworking trainer. I, I'm sorry, did you say a cow on the fourth floor in a room? I know, right? Anyway, we also visit Old Port Authority, and I, I'm pretty sure that is where I bought Alice, a pretty little parrot as pet. Yeah, I was wondering where that came from when I got home. And What do you mean you think that's where you bought it? Okay, so you remember that I tell you that Tavern had great selection of drinks. Demesis and I started drinking Hearthglen Ambrosia, which tasted wonderful, but it really sneaks up on you. Well, Demesis and I enjoyed it uh, maybe a little too much, and I think someone picked our pockets. So I hate to admit it, but the real reason we jumped on ship to Ratchet last week was because we were being chased by many bruisers because uh, we couldn't pay bill at inn. Fortunately, one of pirates tell us about back way out on fourth floor. 
Uh, Valmec? Why didn't you just tell someone you got robbed? Uh, come on, Tush. It's an inn full of pirates. Who am I going to tell? Oh, yeah, that's a... That's a good point. So, what now? Are goblin pirates gonna come here looking for their money? No, no, I think I got it straightened out. You remember Zef Bonsprite from show last week? Yeah, but <laughs> frankly, I'm surprised you do. Nice. Anyway, I got money to Zef, who promised she would send it back to innkeeper Skindle, who may be cousin or something, I don't know. So, anyway, I think we are okay. Well, that sounds like good news. So, after all that, do you even remember enough to give the inn a rating? Oh, sure. Despite all that happened, you know, I have to give Salty Sailor Tavern five crystals. <laughs> Only because it was such grand adventure. I mean, when was last time I gave a review that ended with me and the Mises being chased down dock by pirates and <laughs> jumping on ship to get away? Well, you got a point there. So there you have it, folks. For drinks and adventure, sounds like the Salty Sailor Tavern in Booty Bay is the place to go. So, where to next week, Velmec? So, the missus and I decide that after such adventures, maybe it is good we go someplace calm and quiet where there's no mischief. So, we decide to go to Lion's Pride Inn in Goldshire near Stormwind. Well, that sounds like just the thing. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Aka, Tush. See you next week. As always, the Half-Hill Report is coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, where the elite meet to eat and drink. Next time you're in the Valley of the Four Winds, come by, won't you? And when you do, make sure to ask Den Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the Valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Well, thanks for joining me again this week. And be sure to tune in later for another special edition of the Half Hill Report, where each week we interview a member of the Horde or the Alliance to get their thoughts on the possibility of peace in Azeroth. See you next time, and remember, free Pandaria. Want more awesomeness every week? Visit weeklyawesome.com. Weekly podcasts to make your week better. Remember to smile and be awesome. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.